There's, uh, have you ever heard of the musical Bloody Bloody Andrew Jackson? I have. I have. It's pretty dope. Oh, I like I it. They did it in town like six or seven years ago. And I was there the <laughs> night before John Krasinski went. And I was thinking about either one of those nights and I was like, I'm going to do this one. And the next day I found out like I chose the wrong night. But like, but say you were there at the same time as John Krasinski. Mm-hmm. You think you would have seen him? Yes, because he came in like five minutes late with like a ball cap and sunglasses. But it was like a setting where the audience was on sides and the playing space was in the oh, middle. Snap. So he had to come like slightly on stage and oh. go into the seat. And like the women's dressing room had been alerted like, hey, John Krasinski is coming tonight. The men's hadn't. So during intermission, all of like um, all of my friends that were like in the women's ensemble were like, oh my gosh, John Krasinski is here. And then a bunch of the men started texting me. Some dude walked on stage within the first five minutes of our show to get to his seat. And what a, I, what a loser. I, I, was, I was like, I'm going to wait until these until these uh, roads connect for everyone. And then they're like, oh, wait, it was John Krasinski. Never mind. <laughs> uh, I think we should jump right in with that. That was a pretty solid <laughs> yeah, story. Yeah. Is that cool? Yeah, sure. Why not? So I had, I remember, I bet people backstage were losing their mind because they probably thought like, this is it. This is their, this is their moment. Yeah. This is Jim for the office. Yeah. This is, yeah. This is like, he's going to discover me. This is Jack Reacher. His, well, <laughs> Jack, no, no, Jack he's not Reacher. Jack Reacher. Yeah, what? Is, what is he? Yeah. Doing? Okay. Yeah. He's one of the, one of those Jack shows where it's yeah, the, the guy he's who's a buff okay. and like does military stuff. Yeah. Yeah, dude. He's Jack yeah. Reacher, dude. He, uh, I remember I did a show in middle school. It was a, a Beauty and the Beast. I did Beauty and the Beast, and everybody backstage was like, the people from Disney are here. <laughs> I've heard this story. <laughs> and I just remember, like, I, like, went off on my own. I'm, like, how old am I? I'm 12, mm-hmm. 13, maybe, 12, I think. I go off on my own. I take a moment, and I just kind of prepared myself because I was like, this is it. The people from Disney are here. I'm going to be on season four of Sweet Life on Deck. There we After go. After they see my performance of Le Fou. And uh, I went out there. I gave it my all. Probably my best performance to this day. Mm. And afterwards, I walked up to the director. And I was like, the people from Disney are here? And she goes, what are you talking about? <laughs> and someone a... lied to me. Someone just made that up. That That's pretty harsh. But if I knew John Krasinski was in the audience, I would have been like, well, first of all, if I was 12... I would have been like, who's that? <laughs> but now I would be like, uh, that does nothing for me, I think. I think the craziest moment I've ever had was someone being in the audience that's related to a show. I did a musical a version of Catch Me If You Can. That's sick. And oh, that's that based off cool. of Frank Abagnale Jr. Like he's a real person. Yeah. Was he there? He was there in the really? audience. That's yeah, one sick. night. Yeah, just like someone who worked at the theater, like contacted him. He's like, hey, you know, you probably get this all the time, but like here are tickets and whatever if you want to come. And he came. Oh, that's crazy. That's pretty dope. Yeah. And then you guys tried to talk to him after the show and he disappeared. No, he he <laughs> came backstage, took pictures with all of us and had like a 20 minute conversation about like what was real in the movie and not. And he said he likes the musical better. Yeah. Dang, he son. likes the musical more than the Well, it came no. out that he made a lot of stuff up that I think they yeah. might have yeah. fixed. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, how do you make that a musical? You know what I mean? You, I need to see that. It's it's wild, but it works. What was your role? Yeah, I was going to yeah. say that. Uh, ensemble. I just danced. Okay. You were just nice. like, Tom Hanks is going to catch you. Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you came and saw it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Guys, you know. welcome to Rip My Podcast. We have Matthew Quattlebaum yeah. in the studio with us. Yeah, I like this entrance. Or entrance. I like this intro a lot better this yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. We, we tried to do the intro earlier, and you yeah. just cut out. Yeah, is the camera still on? No, I'm joking. <laughs> it's still on. I'm joking. Uh, yeah, Hold we on. had a problem. Uh, we forgot the audio thing. We just—it's cool though. We ate some French toast. Yeah, pumpkin <laughs> French toast. My wife made oh, pumpkin man. French toast, so we were just chill. Robert wasn't getting to chill. No, he was driving bad. around. <laughs> but hey, I put out some Halloween lights on my palm tree. Yo, you—you you got some great Halloween decorations. Mm-hmm. You, uh, I like the skeleton. Thanks, man. It's not a twelve-foot skeleton, but it's—they they sell out immediately. Yeah. 
they sell out so quickly. I forgot where, but somewhere in this neighborhood, because I used to deliver around it's across here. the street. Yeah, they have like four of them in their front yard, and they and then fill their yard with animatronics. the entire yard yeah. is just like little animatronics. Yeah. It went viral on TikTok at some point, got like mm-hmm. five million views. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. It's a weird place. Yeah, that's sick, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we go hard for Halloween here. But yeah, so, Matthew. <laughs> Matthew, if you don't know who he is. Then you're not a real you're fan. You're not a real of us. fan of this podcast. He was the star, co-star of Trouble Date, a short film. Yeah. And he's also a very involved theater actor. We were talking yeah. before, you're a you were a casting assistant. For yes. A there was a theater in town that I got to help with their the the front half of their season. I got to help organize their online auditions, their in-person stuff, help run the room with the producing artistic director of the theater. And I, I really like that work. Yeah, it's so fun. fun. How you, how many auditions are you getting? Oh man, like that? for that particular audition, we had around I think like one fifty virtual, oh, and wow. then in person I think we just had around eighty or ninety. So it was well over two hundred people in what total. What was the production? Uh, it was so it was for the front half of their season. Let's see, it was for Spam a lot. It oh, was snap. for a music so just, review. So for Spamalot, you were just getting Zoom calls with some bad English accents. Huh? <laughs> they were like, uh, my name is Chris, and I'm here to <laughs> for the role of King Arthur. No, it was just the most ridiculous comedy, which was incredible. Yeah, dude. Some people, you could tell what area some people were going for, because we also had Into the Woods. So it's like oh, some people come with oh. like the really like serious, like dramatic stuff that make you cry, and other people would be talking about the wildest thing that you could Into ever think woods. of. Is that a serious play? It's, well, it's, so it's a Stephen Sondheim musical. Yeah. And it's, I would say more, not like drama and like tearing your heart out. But it's a But definitely bit, yeah. is much more, because like act one is all about fairy tale creatures and getting their dreams come true. And then act two is all about now what? And everything yeah. starts to fall apart because everyone got yeah. what they wanted and it's not actually what should have happened. And, Dang. Yeah. yeah. That Dang, was son. that was my main show in college. Into the As woods. a theater minor, I was only really involved in one show, and it was that one. Nice. It was a fun show. So when you were doing like in person auditions for that, mm-hmm. they were either either showing up in like a knight in shining armor or a furry suit. Oh no, <laughs> I I would have loved that though. Do people like, show up in costume? I don't know. I never had okay. one. It's almost always like people do the stereotypical like solid colored shirt yeah. and like pants. Yeah, I mean. I would never dress up for an audition ever. Listen, I mean, if someone came in like a, with a first suit, I'd just be like, "Respect." Yeah, I would. I bully him, dude. You ever get bullied by a casting director? Dude? Oh. I've been back there like, "Yo, oh. <laughs> life's rough, huh?" So, oh. so what's what's the process for, like, when you're auditioning people for these roles? You said you were. You audition a lot of ensemble people. Well, so, I mean, you kind of, you put all the shows out there, all the parts out that you're looking for, and then people kind of come in with either something general or something specific of what they're aiming for. But then, yeah, you just, you talk about every individual, about where you could see them fitting in different shows, multiple shows, singular shows. Oh, yeah, because they're casting for the whole season. Yeah. So 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 you you guys probably aren't using sides. No. they just come with a a monologue? Uh, Yeah, they came with uh, two different songs, two contrasting songs. So That's why I have an audition for you, dude. Yeah. I don't sing. (laughs) I'll I'll let you know when the play stuff happens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't. I don't audition. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> that little eye flicker. I don't, I don't audition. audition. If, you, if you want me, you can offer my agent that I don't have. Hey, Robert, can you be my agent? Yeah, <laughs> you can you. offer yeah. Robert. Great. Hey, Robert, I'm going to message you. Yeah, okay. I want to see Chase for me about Chase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even though you have my number, do not call me. I won't. <laughs> you better call Robert first. Uh, you right. guys did Clue recently? Someone no, did Clue. that was, uh, I think that was Center Stage. I thought about auditioning for that. I love Clue. See, there's like four theaters just in downtown greenville alone yeah and then there's about like at least 10 more within the upstate yeah there's a there, bunch there's a lot of theaters hey, in town seriously mm-hmm. this is not a joke if you guys do and then there were none oh. call me because okay. i want to do that show okay and if you don't cast me we're gonna fight <laughs> uh bring it <laughs> i think i could take you yeah <laughs> let's fight live on the podcast never mind i feel bad you gave me p- pumpkin french toast I'm, i can't fight you I'll, I'll lay down just because don't pity me don't don't no the food was that good i'll it just be like oh good. you made me good food never mind i can't 
So when you're looking through hundreds of auditions, what what stands out as somebody that's going to get picked, that's going to get cast? Confidence. Confidence. Really? Com- yeah. Immediately. You can you can tell someone who it doesn't even matter about like how long you've auditioned, but if you know what you bring to the table already and you can show that immediately, like I'm going to grab onto that. You yeah. know, if yeah. if if the confidence is gone, like I feel cuz I always like to especially in person I like to give feedback. I always feel like then the feedback is more directed instead of like what you can bring. I'm now thinking about what can I say so I can see what you can bring now to the table. I can get oh. you more comfortable so I can see what you can do. So oh, if wow. a confidence is there, that sets Ari out of the way. And then I can just start to focus on what little nuggets are there. Huh. And That's I can awesome. Interesting. What, what, what signals you that someone's confident? <sighs> I mean, it, de- it depends for each individual person. Even sometimes like the virtuals, when people slate themselves, like the way they'd say their own name i'd be like yeah. okay yeah i believe you. that's something people don't realize like the audition starts the moment you walk yeah. in the door like it's like a oh, yeah, job interview actually. dude yeah. i've never been good at job interviews because mm. i don't i feel like i'm having to lie to them does that make sense yeah they're like hey why do you think you're the best person for this job and i'm like i'm not yeah you why can't are you ju- passionate you... about printer sales and it's like because like, i need to pay rent yeah, exactly. <laughs> i don't care one bit he's like will you be the hardest working person in the office third max you know what i mean <laughs> what's your favorite role you've done dude so i was just about to ask done? that we're so in sync <laughs> oh my god yeah. <laughs> i mean this that, for three that's seconds. that's an agent client relationship you gotta know each other well. my, agent. <laughs> uh, my favorite role i've ever done it's a wild one i i did a production of godspell where i played jesus Oh, and, snap. Okay. Yeah. I've Good seen role. photos of this. Yeah. 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 And it was with a, uh, a company, Market Theater. They do a charity event every year called 24-Hour Musical. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where as an actor, you just audition for the company. You don't know what show they're doing at all. And you show up to the venue Friday evening, and they tell you all what show you're doing, what part everyone is playing. Yeah. And then you have until Saturday evening to get on its feet for an audience. So... I had to be the Jesus in a production That's of Godspell. A lot of lines. It was a lot. I had like three solos and I had to sing other parts and like five other songs. And then the entire act two is just him telling parables because he's like, oh, yeah. guys, I'm about to die. So like, please listen to the words I'm saying. Yeah, so, so everybody always asks theater actors how they remember all those lines. But like mm-hmm. specifically in this situation, like, are, are you being cast the, the day it's announced and you have 24 That's, hours? No, the, to... the director, like we all had to submit virtually so the director okay. could, like he casted well ahead of time okay so no yeah he i never worked with this person in that particular aspect of like director actor relationship so he just oh, had yeah. to trust that like i hope this guy can memorize all this stuff that so, is a lot dude that yeah. is uh, God is apprehended by imagination, intuition, reason, touch, opinion, sense, and name, and so on. But on quite the other hand, we find we can't begin to understand him. So to some, it seems a shame to go on. Oh snap! <laughs> what did, <laughs> did did you do? Did Chase do Godspell? <laughs> did you just do, Jesus imparted all the lyrics did I? that he memorized? <laughs> hey, not gonna lie, I've done Godspell. Okay, hated it. Worst play I've ever done. <laughs> That's okay. Not every show is for everyone. But uh, you did it with some other friends that we have, right? Yeah, I I had done it a year before. Um, they did at it? yeah. So okay. I did it at a, another theater called Center Stage. I was just ensemble. But you, you guys probably did it better than the way my my production went. I don't know. No, I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure because I I saw parts of when uh, our mutual friends did it the year after you did it, and mm-hmm. it was like, oh, this is a better play <laughs> than the one I did. <laughs> probably draw something from the bowl we can keep chatting but we can at least start working on what yeah what we're here to pull from the bowl i thought we're just chatting with mics no we do work (laughs) on this podcast yes (laughs) super serious we invite we invite people to work yeah that's the that's the thing about this podcast we try to explain it to other podcasters it's (laughs) like we don't just sit and chat we have to like do stuff they've locked all the doors they won't let me leave until i do work for them (laughs) (laughs) i think um I think we're going to try to keep it flexible, though. Like, it's okay if we don't have a finished product for this, because we just want to know more about you, Matthew. Perfect. Our friend who we already kind of know a lot about. All right, we have have pulled from the the listener bowl. Uh, This one says forklift comp. (laughs) 
Forklift competition. Forklift. Oh, forklift uh, competition. I remember this. Yeah. One. Do you remember who submitted it? I do not. I don't. Was this a was this a forklift racing thing? I think was so. A... Let me go look in the Discord. Oh my god. I mean, I know for for a while it was a meme that uh the the most attractive, sexy thing a guy could be is forklift, forklift certified. certified. <laughs> this is the full <clears throat> request. Okay. Forklift competition, race, doing your job, souping them up, space forklifts, forklift combat. I don't know. Something with a forklift in <laughs> a competition. Go wild. Heck yeah, that's from our patron welded warrior. Oh, he that's a real cool. one, dude. Yeah. He, yo, he roasted Robert last week. <laughs> he did. Bro, did he? <laughs> that was so funny. I don't know what was funnier about it. Was that Wait, in the Discord? What was last week? What was last week? Uh, what was, was not that? last week when this airs. Uh, the Gingerbread Man competition. Did you see that? Oh, mm. he said Robert wrote a song and Chase wrote a feature. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I was like, "Dang, son!" Yeah, well, Chase don't got bars like that. So. <laughs> oh snap! Are we about to rap battle so, right so now? now they're, they're gonna fight, and I'll still lay down saying, "You gave me pumpkin French toast." I won't get involved. Yo, I got bars. I will say, Robert is a phenomenal writer, but freestyle, I could, I could yeah. maybe get you. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Because I, I I got enough writtens up in the dome. That oh, I can, you know, oh snap! <laughs> I can hold my own. For, okay, but I I love the idea because uh, I'm picturing a pimp my ride type situation where <laughs> oh maybe a bunch of bored people in a warehouse started racing forklifts and the competition got a little too serious and one of them was like, "Hey, I'll weld. I'm a welded warrior." I could, oh! <laughs> I could soup up your forklift, and you could be you could be Jimmy, or and it becomes a big thing, and it becomes a thing where it's like they're pimp my writing their forklifts. Oh my god! Flames! They're putting oh, giant yeah. monster truck tires on a forklift. So like like what is that show like Battle Bots, where it's like the people yeah, have all those yeah. fighting robots specifically yeah. Robert battle. Robert was a Forks. part of that stuff in high school, right? Yeah, uh, not not the robots that destroyed each other, but I did, that... I did robots and helped okay. lift each other up. <laughs> we were we made progressive me robots. Up. They basically they play robot versions of human sports. So it's like a oh, cool. one basketball. would play basketball, one played like a soccer type thing. That's sick. Dope. Yeah. yeah, man of many talents over here. Yeah, mm. no, I uh, I thought I was going to be an engineer for the longest time, and I feel yeah. like I disappointed my entire family when I was like, nah, <laughs> going into the arts. I'm direct. So yeah, never going to have health insurance. You would have disappointed <laughs> Matthew and I if you had been an engineer. Yeah, <laughs> he's an engineer. See, I wouldn't have even known you because I wouldn't have met you. But then I would have uh -huh. just got the instinct to be like, man, I'm disappointed in someone today. <laughs> oh, but yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> We'd walk past each other in the street. It's like, oh, he's Just, too rich. Uh. <laughs> Do you ever think about that? It's like, oh, I could have money. <laughs> well, <laughs> I the thing is, that. all of my friends that went to engineering, like, they're broke. They that much. They are broke. <laughs> my film friends are broke, but they are, they just, they're normal money. It's like yeah. it's not worth hating your job for normal money. Yeah. I'd hate my job for a lot of money. Oh yeah, yeah. You know? I gotta have that shut up money. Yeah. You know, when you walk and you tell the boss to shut up, that's how much money you got. If I do that now, I think I think I'd get jumped. You, you probably Robert yeah, would be a part push of out. It. They'd be like, Robert, you better help us jump him, and he'd be like, Yes, sir, because he ain't got that money either. Uh. <laughs> okay, so forklift competition. Yeah, I like the idea of it getting out of their control. Like it uh -huh. becomes such a big thing yeah. that it like surpasses their job, and so yeah. their boss comes in at the big race and he's like. Yeah. We haven't had a shipment out of here in weeks. What have you guys been doing? <laughs> and, then, and then they have to do a competition for money so they can save their warehouse. Yeah. Oh, there is always that. That is an idea. Hmm. Yeah. I was about to say, like, what, what's the driving factor of this competition? Because uh, I was thinking how it could quickly get out of hand was if bets started getting hmm. placed. Yeah, there's a really big bet where it's like, well, I have to win this. Or like, do we do we want to try to establish why is the competition even happening? Yeah, I like to think that it happened by accident. Like two guys yeah, were on like the floor. Yeah, like it started left. by by boredom, but then yeah. it escalated. <laughs> and the next thing you know, it's like the most important thing in these men's lives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which I mean, I guess there's a there could be a deeper theme there where it's uh -huh. like the kind of like. Do you guys ever watch Everybody Hates Chris? No. I've seen like clips on like tiktok and stuff so that show the dad terry cruz he like works from the minute he wakes up to like the middle of the night mm -hmm. and he doesn't like have anything other in his life other than work and so there's that kind of like stereotype or that that kind of uh person who just works all day long and they don't have yeah. any like happiness uh-huh 
so it's like the deeper theme is like, oh, this finally brought these people in this warehouse joy. Yeah. And then we can either strip that joy away from them mm -hmm. or we can turn it into their wildest dreams. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I, I have a pitch for an ending. Like, okay. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what all happens through the, the short. I would imagine these two competition gets really heated. They're souping up their forklifts. Yeah. Maybe their boss was on vacation for a week or something. <laughs> and so all this happens in the span of a week. Yeah. But then at the end of the week, like right after the big race, the boss comes in and he sees two forklifts that are just painted red, have flames, monster truck wheels, yeah. spoilers. And he's like, what is going on? There's no work going on in here. I'm not paying you to race your freaking forklifts. But then we find out that... Uh, there's this one really nerdy guy that didn't participate in the forklift race, and yeah. he just did all the work himself. And so oh. the rest oh. of the crew gets laid off because one person is capable of doing work. all of the but work. But then when they get laid off, they're like, you know what? That's the first bit of joy I've felt in 20 years. And they go yeah. into racing. That's cool. <laughs> I like the idea of car. maybe the warehouse is filled with an audience for the big race. Like it's <laughs> oh, like yeah. packed yeah. with people. Sold out show, a bunch of people cheering. The boss comes in and like spills his like vacation drink. He has like a, a shirt <laughs> like Robert's wearing right he's now. Got a shirt. <laughs> just and like, he's just holding a mimosa. It's like, yeah. What, what is happening? <laughs> What, what, you where made they me work? spill my plain mimosa. <laughs> my plain mimosa. Dude, whenever I'm on a plane, I get mimosas. Mm. Doesn't matter what time it was. The last time I was on a plane, I was with Shaba. It was like late at night, and we're on this plane, and I'm drinking a mimosa, and he's just looking at me like, what, what in the doing? world? <laughs> I was in first class, not the flex. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Sean was out here balling. Yeah, Sean was balling, bro. The mimosa seats, yeah. baby. Mm. So, <laughs> I, I could imagine it being like an office type situation where there's a warehouse and there's an office and the people from the office are oh, okay, starting yeah. to pay attention and come down to the warehouse. I like that. There are two people that are forklift certified, and of course, you're you're hot shit if you're forklift certified. Of we course. all know that the of forklift course. certified people are untouchable. You that means they both have egos, and those egos bump together. And have... it's like, hey, I could do this task faster than you. They do it, and it's like, well, you you're better at maneuvering, but I could drive faster. It's like, oh, you think you could I drive I bet you $10. Fast? And then you just cut to, they've put out a little yeah, line. Yeah, like put out a finish line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This really big dude in his 50s has a little flag, and he waves it. Yeah. Um, you, either of you ever driven a forklift? Uh, no. Oh, I, I have, have not. At driven robotics, one. I did once. Yeah. <laughs> oh, in robotics, you yeah. did one? Wait, have you actually? What? No. No, be for real. I haven't at all. Why are you saying it like yeah, that? I don't, I don't know why. I don't, I'm not forklift certified, but you know, I've been in a forklift. Why are you being so weird about it? Uh, this, <laughs> this, this is my one secret. You? This is my one okay, secret. Okay. Are you forklift certified? No, I'm not. But uh, I've been in one. Oh, I just okay. haven't done one. <laughs> What? What is happening? Did you drive one uncertified? Did you drive one illegally? No, I'm not going to tell anyone. I've driven a tractor, but not a forklift. But it was similar. Not imagine. I'm just messing with you guys. So have you or have you not? Not. I'm going to freak out, dude. I'm going to lose my mind. I haven't. I haven't. I used to work at like a print. I worked at a print shop for a while, and like. They only had one person that was certified. And they're like, hey, can you drive it? And I'm like, I'm not certified. And they're like, well, that's too bad. And I, I literally got in it and then I sat down and I was like, nah, I can't do this. I was like, I was like, I'm not, I'm not certified. I I, I get it, but like, and I stepped out. I've never so. wanted to fight a guest before. <laughs> See, I just uh, messing with people is a, is a fun time. <laughs> this is the time we're getting to know each other. Yeah, that's I, the funniest I, yeah. thing that's happened on this podcast. Yeah, that was really funny. I don't know why you did that to me. <laughs> me neither. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> At oh. the very end of this episode, he's going to be like, "Actually, I am forklifted." I'm going to lose my mind. Have an aneurysm. I'm going to lose my shit. Um, okay. 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 General structure. General structure. For a short. Yeah. I think let's have three races. 
We have the first official race. Yeah. We have a more dramatic middle race. During the middle、mm-hmm. race is when the stakes are going to get raised. Then we have our fixing up montage where these two people go home and they're off time and are souping up these forklifts.、Yeah. yeah. We have our big climax race. And then we have the、yeah. boss coming back from vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the first race, one of them wins. The second race, the other one wins. Yeah. So the third one is the big rubber match、yeah. to decide who really is the best.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's one to one, tiebreaker time, baby. Who's going to be the best forklift certified racer this side of the Mason Dixon? <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to shoot the final race. Like the first race should be, they've just put out a straight line inside、yeah. the warehouse. Second race, they're venturing out into outside the warehouse. Third race, I want to shoot this like it's a Mario Kart. Mario Kart.、Yeah. They put out like like everyone in the warehouse is banded together for this race. So they've they've put checkpoints. And all these like、yeah. different areas and obstacles that are weaving throughout an it entire lo- neighborhood. It looks、They're、like a go kart track. Crossing the interstate at some point. Oh snap! So oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> oh snap! Imagine just a shot of this giant bridge on the interstate, and then you know the the sun is out, and you're getting the air just weaving around, and then over the top you see you two forklifts. <laughs> How fast do forklifts go? I feel like I, I need to、know. watch a video about forklifts. Not. Terribly fast. Oh yeah, you I, I would mean, know. Like you would know. Like like in a warehouse <laughs> setting, fast. But on an interstate, no. I have an idea for how the race could start. Yeah. I,、uh, mm-hmm. I recently, some people at work told me about this, but there's this. I don't know if it's technically a liquidator or not, but there's there's a bunch of warehouses around here that whenever whenever something like gets returned to a lot of the stuff comes from Target or Walmart or、mm-hmm. anything. Uh, it goes to these warehouses, and they'll put it up for bid. And so Ooh, they're just a、yeah. bunch of random. Like I've gotten a lot of furniture that way. Okay. Like they'll, you could just bid on these items that you know the box was ripped or something, and so they can't sell it at an actual store, but the product's still great. Yeah, yeah. And, so, and you go to it, and it is a giant warehouse, like the type of place these people would work that have forklifts. So、mm. I imagine that maybe. One really good item gets in there, and they're like betting for it. Oh, that's, that's yeah. it look! Here's a video I'll show you next, Matthew,、okay. of two guys racing their forklift. <laughs> All that smoke coming up. They go a fair speed. Yeah, it's slow on camera, but I mean that just makes it even、oh, funnier. More funny. Oh my god! <laughs> like imagine shooting it. So, because again, if if you have a camera attached to a moving thing, it will look pretty fast. Yeah, like most car、yeah. chases are shot at like twenty, thirty miles an hour.、Yeah. But then, like you shoot the camera on them and it's going fast, and then you just get an actual car just pass. <laughs> or it's like you shoot、oh, and, and they're really fast, the real and then a, a bike goes by. <laughs> or you cut to a a quiet wide, and you just see、yeah. them slowly <laughs>、yeah. making their way across. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we're cooking, man. Yeah. How many jobs have you had, dude? Because you keep being like, "Yeah, I worked at this place." <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's my, an actor. That, my, that's what yeah, actors. That exactly. Once you're in the arts, you're everywhere, man. So for real, how many jobs have you had? Uh, you don't have to count them. Just like list them off. Well, I mean, Chick Fil A. Yeah, as a delivery driver, worked at a movie theater. I've worked at a print shop.、Fun? Movie theater? Yeah. Yeah, that was like a high school job. Wasn't too bad. I、uh, when I graduated college, I tried to apply to the movie theaters because、uh-huh. I was looking for a job to get your start in the movie business. To get my start in the movie business, <laughs> dude, they would not hire me.、Ugh. I never got a call. Yeah, Oof, you're applying to the wrong places. I guess. I don't know. I I, I love those ads that they play like before the movie starts. Movie yeah,、business? want to get your start in the movie business? <laughs> apply what, now. And what I'm did like, you do at the movie theater? I mean, any of where, any from like sweeping popcorn to making the popcorn to then、uh, being the person that you pay to get the popcorn. <laughs> so you're <laughs> the, the popcorn <laughs> manager. Any, any, did you unless, operate the projectors? No, that was like. Like at the place I worked at, that was top secret stuff. They'd only let like not even、oh, managers、man. can go in. It was just like, I think it was like the owner of the building and then like two other people they let in those rooms. That's the forklift certification. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So who started the films?、Uh, it's they program at least the place that I worked at. I hope it's not a secret.、Uh, they would program daily of like what each auditorium was supposed to do because you know those change every day of like、yeah. what time the showings are going to be. So they make. A flash drive of sorts 
for each auditorium for the day. And they just And then run. they just put it in, press play when they're supposed to for the first show of the day. Oh, and snap. then it plays for the rest of the day. Oh, snap. What do they do when they have an actual film? Is it still digital? I mean, don't look at me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't allowed in that room. All right. Uh, (laughs) What other jobs? (laughs) Um, I worked at, I worked quality control for like a, uh, like a digital, like K-12 place. Okay. I, I literally watched like second grade English videos for like days, I'd just be watching huh. someone talk about English. And you for a while. had to make sure there was no problems. Yeah, yeah. that'd be my job. Dang. I'd, and they would have popcorn there that I could eat. <laughs> so basically, if there's popcorn, if there's popcorn, Matthew's there or pumpkin French toast. That's now been added to the list. <laughs> it was really good. dude. I will not shut up about it because it was that. Good. It was really good, dude. <laughs> it really was. I'm sorry you didn't get anything. From it. <laughs> <laughs> I think there were a couple extra pieces. Yeah, there's some. So, we yeah. could cook some up after if you want. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. Okay, so so we were just talking about the first race, second race, third race. Yeah, like yeah. the line. I think, then... I think we we have a good structure, and I think we we know what kind of gags we want. Yeah. we can dive into those and figure those out. But I think I think we all know the tone. Mm-hmm. I think we need we need the relationship between the two racers. We oh, need to nail yes. down what that Ooh. is. So why yeah. are they in Go such ahead. competition? Where are they going to land at the end? Exactly. Like, is there already pre-established animosity, or is this yeah. something that's like a new thing that they've brought out in each other? That this first race of a line is like the first sense of competition they have against each other. I like yeah. the work dynamic of uh, there's always like you've seen those TikToks where it's like me 22 with my work bestie, a 60 year old yeah. woman. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it would be funny if it was like an old dude mm-hmm. and a young guy, mm-hmm. and they're yeah. always competing. Let me show you how to how a real man yeah. works, son. And then they always argue, bicker back and forth. That's a fun dynamic. Mm-hmm. I, I, want, I want like a middle aged woman. I want like a Phyllis type because oh, that, that's the yeah. best work friend. That is, is. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You gossip with a 50-year-old woman about what's going on at work. <laughs> and a 22-year-old man. Yeah. I, and I don't want there to be, like, true animosity. Yeah, I no, want yeah. it to be playful. playful. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're playing for... Are they playing for... Racing for an item in the warehouse? Or mm. bragging rights? Or they're putting money? Because I like the idea of, mm-hmm. like, there being a lot of money on the line. Okay. And then at yeah, the okay. end, because everybody's betting who's going to win, they have a warehouse yeah. full of people. Yeah. When the boss comes in and fires those two, they've made so mm-hmm. much money they don't even care. Okay, let's uh, let's establish why each character needs the money, and I think that will be a good that'll be a good engine. Because if, mm-hmm. if you're working at a warehouse, you probably aren't making like that much money. So like maybe yeah, I they don't make, know. They, they make pretty good. I think I think nowadays they do. Pretty well. You ever worked in a warehouse? Like I've like like I worked for a print shop in a warehouse, but I wasn't like the fourth oh, person. I was okay. the person that was. I've only known people that have done temp in warehouses. Yeah, Maybe that's different. Yeah, I mm. think I think warehouse dudes get paid pretty well. Yeah. But still, maybe they don't need the money. Maybe they didn't start it's, this competition. I don't yeah. want them to be a monetary. It, yeah. The the yeah. competition just starts as a playful banter of like, hey, yeah. look, like I found this new trick on like the forklift and like this is how I can do stuff faster. <laughs> like, no, I can still go faster with this trick. And then they're like, oh yeah, who's fastest? And then they can do the little line thing. And then, yeah. So okay. it starts off playful. Um, and then because and then, someone won the first race, uh-huh. it gets mm-hmm. a little bit more intense. Yeah. And they're like, well, I bet you won't beat me tomorrow. And then Phyllis stays all night uh-huh. and soups up her. <laughs> yes. Her uh, thing. She's a mechanic. Mm-hmm. Maybe her husband is a mechanic. And oh, so she, yeah. she takes the forklift home. And everyone's like, why is she taking it home? And she shows up <laughs> the next With day. With a souped up yeah. and then just wrecks old boy. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, and then so that's what sets up the third one. They get a whole, like, two days. They're like, okay, both of you get two days to soup up your forklift as much as you can before the big race Sunday. They come into work on a day off. Yeah, That's when the big final race is. They've got family members. they got friends. The whole town is in this warehouse. Everyone's talking about it. Is the final race with everyone in warehouse, is it still warehouse race? Are we still thinking like the going on the interstate kind of stuff? Like I think again, it starts at the warehouse. Everybody from the office is at the warehouse, but then it's just going all over oh, the yeah. place. <laughs> oh yeah. I uh okay. If if we're doing the dynamic of, you know, it's the two unlikely people that become friends. Maybe they start off competitive. There's not animosity, but they're competitive because mm-hmm. they're the two forklift certified people, you know. Yeah. They're two people with the biggest egos. And 
but they they end up being friends they end up getting fired but then they've realized that they have all these talents to to do this race and you just cut to they're at an actual work. now there's a there's there's a league of racing i forget what it is lawnmower racing nascar no, it's, like, it's it's like souped up go <laughs> You're talking about NASCAR? <laughs> They're like souped up go-karts and they just like race in a circle yeah. in the mud. I watched some of this and I saw the most baller thing where this dude, I forget what his sponsor was, but his outfit was all white. Oh, he, snap. Uh, he's driving really fast. He gets in a wreck. His car flips over, catches on fire. But then he walks out and he's in an interview. Again, I forget what the sponsor is, but he's like, like after this really crazy looking wreck he just walks out he's being interviewed and he's like yeah man i'm all right like man the uh the sponsor jacket's still all white <laughs> damn <laughs> damn that is bold. but like you just cut to like they've been fired and then they're racing in the mud and they're the yeah. Four year old woman, well, 22 year old guy. Maybe that's what they do. Together. They start a forklift racing yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 That's it. So we cut to, we're at like a dirt, uh, <laughs> yeah. a dirt track. Like there's one near us mm-hmm. where they race go karts and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just, we see like six forklifts divide up, stands are packed, and they're, they're living their dream as a forklift certified race car yeah. driver. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fun idea. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah, just going through all of it, and maybe we could we could think of some cool stuff for the races. But mm-hmm. I think maybe we would open. We establish our boss character. He's like, "Hey, yeah. I'm going on vacation. All this stuff needs to be moved and organized by the time I get back. I better not catch you slacking just because I'm not here." <laughs> he leaves. They're instantly slacking, but then, of course, yeah, <laughs> except yeah. for the forklift people, they're still going fast, and then. I guess the uh, maybe the guy is bragging a little bit. And he's like, I think I think I got it done a little quicker than you. And he's like, no, I don't think so. He's like, no, I I think I think I drive faster than you. He's like, I don't think so. He's like, you may drive faster than me, but I know that I can maneuver those turns way quicker. Ain't yeah. nobody get a pallet off the ground as quick as me. <laughs> um, like, oh yeah, well I was lifting pallets before you were even born, young man. You know that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so you cut to the first race where it's just. Little circle around the warehouse. Yeah, and everyone's gotten together, moved all the shelves. To create yeah, the and they're like they're sitting on the sidelines eating their sandwiches, and they're like, "Yeah, come on!" <laughs> and so the uh, the guy wins this one, mm-hmm. but then we should come up with names. Uh, Matthew, what should the name for our guy be? Uh, Dante. 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 Nice. That is a baller name. Yeah. Uh, and then you said Phyllis. Yeah, but that. That name is taken. Oh, for by who? Well, well, Phyllis is the actress, and also that's her character name in the office. Oh, okay. it, no one knows that show. <laughs> that is, I mean, it's underground. <laughs> no one will even know. Locate. It's a cult yeah. following. Uh, yeah, but everybody knows her for Inside Out. Brenda, so Brenda, that's cool. I was literally thinking of either Brenda or Bernadette, so that's wild hey man we're connected you want to be my agent yeah i'll be your other agent <laughs> let's make the boss bernadette yeah yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. the boss yeah. is bernadette yeah. yeah yeah yeah. okay so dante wins the first race yep he's rubbing it into brenda's face but then brenda she's seen sneaking the forklift out he's like what he's like, what are you doing brenda he's like mind your business yeah well they, they declared there's going to be a rematch and everybody in the in the warehouse starting to put money on it they're like well i got i got twenty dollars says uh what was his name dante dante says dante wins again tomorrow no i think i think brenda's got it tomorrow I, i'll give you that 20 i'll match you 20 for brenda tomorrow and then that so that's happening mm-hmm. throughout the warehouse there should be a little side character there's just this really weird looking dude but he's the one that's taking up all the, the bets tra- no he's building the tracks <laughs> oh and so they get oh there in the morning the entire warehouse is rearranged into a new more elaborate track and then at the end he's designed the uh the big mega yeah. course his name's wilson wilson yeah, wilson, yeah. wilson. Yeah. willie oh willie so they mm. come back the next morning 
and the warehouse has been transformed into a different track yes yes and <laughs> no all their work stuff done. has basically been like moved away and yeah, even like yeah, yeah. non-visible two two of the warehouse people have taken it upon themselves to be the announcers of the event oh yeah <laughs> Perfect. oh yeah and it's and it's these two ladies that work in the office yeah. and they're just they, they always gossip and so yeah. they're the two on the microphone <laughs> and i heard brenda's husband would <laughs> it's like whoa yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's really funny. Yeah, so Brenda shows up, and it's not all the way souped up, but it's medium souped up. It's got some new tires. It's shiny. It's maybe got a a more elaborate engine, or she's she's put some like vanity spoilers on it or something. Yeah, and, and Dante's yeah. like, "What? What did you do this?" And it's like, ha, "I told you, son. You didn't know that I was married to." The, the Simpsonville County Welded Warrior. <laughs> and he's looking up, whoa, the Welded Warrior. <laughs> what? The Welded Warrior. I thought he was a myth. <laughs> you mean he's just Doug? <laughs> okay, yeah, so then they race. Yeah, so they race the second time. It's she a more wins. elaborate, yeah. Mm -hmm. But this time around, we got announcers. And it's we got, funny. We got people from the office are starting to come in. Not yeah. all the way yet, but we a need few a, people. We need a character going around taking the bets. He's like the guy's like, hey, hey, $20. Who's got $20 yeah, on so, so, so that guy mid-race goes up to the office. And everyone's like, what's going on? And so during this race, people start to come down. Start yeah. To see what's up. Mm -hmm. And uh, since this, there should be like some sort of obstacle throughout this this track. They have to, uh, a part of the race, they have to stop, pick up a pallet, uh -huh. put it on the shelf before they can move on. So it, 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 it's the yeah. speed of how right. quickly they can yeah. get the pallet as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. They could have like little like sections of little things to do. You ever see videos of a really funny warehouse accident where somebody tips over a shelf and oh, a domino effect tips bah, 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 bah. that's what dante should do during this race dante was talking a little too big and then he accidentally knocks over a bunch of shelves that might be a little bit too much because the second something like that happens fun's over that's when people are like Ooh. true but do these people care enough i think so okay i think so I, I think it's I think it's better if at the end of the race she wins and he's like, well, of course she won. She did all the souped up stuff. Okay, I bet yeah. if I souped up mine, you yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I get that she wins at the end. I'm just trying to figure out how to make the race interesting, More like exciting. having um, some stakes throughout you, it. You guys seen like a like dog show competitions where they're running through stuff, like have like have like a a weave competent like a part oh, of the yeah. race where they have to like vroom, 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 through yeah like, oh, like house stacks <laughs> a ramp <laughs> no, no. Yeah. brenda drifts the, oh, the there we go she that's drifts. how she when she drifts past dante oh, i love that snap. dante gets drifted oh. yeah, you get that solid slow-mo shot of her mm. just like mm. yeah it's, it's like in mario kart I forget which one, but when they do the slow bow and like Luigi is looking tough. Like, yes. Yeah. When Mario drifts, he drifts, and then the second that the the drift is over, he hits you with that, and then speed. <laughs> I don't know if y'all have noticed that. I no, I'm not. I'm not a, a Mario main. Boom. I think I'm usually like a baby Luigi main. Oh, oh yeah. word, mm -hmm. word. <laughs> okay, so, oh, yeah, i think we cooking man yeah, yeah, yeah so brenda wins this race there's like a there's like a, a challenge aspect to it where they got to pick something up with the forklift mm -hmm. maybe they got it that's actually that's very similar to a lot of the robotics challenges it's a lot yeah. of picking up heavy objects and having to move them so mm -hmm. i can imagine like maybe there's stuff balanced on top oh because they yeah. got a race okay. But also, you know, not damage the items because yeah, that's got... the test of a true forklift operator. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like Dante it. drops some stuff. What do you have to do to be fort like forklift certified? Because I bet they have to do some like tasks to get certified. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if we could do escalated versions of those. They invite the uh, the county forklift certifier to oh, come snap. watch the final <laughs> race. <laughs> What if we started this episode as a fun forklift thing and we ended where I'm like, I don't want to be an actor. Let's. I want to be a forklift, forklift certified. Certi hey, the three of us, let's go forklift, forklift certified together. <laughs> I saw this article. It was by this former teacher. And she was like, why I quit my teaching job to work at Costco and love it. And it was just about how I don't want to be defined by my work. Teachers don't get paid a lot. But 
I'm cool getting paid $18 an hour at Costco. And the whole mm. thing just had the tone of it where it was like, I think Costco wrote this article. <laughs> <laughs> it, it has this is Costco wholesale too many marketing. times. Yeah. Because <laughs> she was talking about how little she made as a teacher, but she does not make more at Costco. <laughs> but at Costco wholesale. <laughs> not at Costco wholesale. And like, I get it's a less stressful job, but still, mm-hmm. it's... <laughs> Uh, if you work at Costco, we love you. <laughs> Rough terrain. That's a thing with forklifts. Or oh, anything. so I mean, just like get, little, little bumps. The, oh, little. they put some little bumps. Yeah, well, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. If this is a warehouse with a bunch of like liquidated items... Oh yeah. They just put a bunch of stuff out of the box. So <laughs> And you just have to like <laughs> climb over it. Like I, I got some new pillows at that warehouse so they could <laughs> yo, a bunch of random stuff. Yeah, there. man, you've been keeping this a secret. <laughs> like, yo, that's the spot. Yeah. That's funny, dude. I think we, I think we've got a pretty solid short. Yeah, I think I think mm-hmm. we got the middle. Let's let's go through the end. Yes. Yeah, so how do we get from middle so, to end? So Brenda wins the second race, a segue. and she really flexes on Dante. It's <laughs> like, uh, yeah, so she really she flexes really on flexes Dante. on Dante, and Dante's mm-hmm. like, "Well, you you got your husband to soup this up," and he's like, "Oh, you think this is souped up? I just oh, I just oh. added some some more aesthetic stuff. If you want me to soup up, I can fork- soup, soup up." Soup up. A forklift. Oh yeah, Brenda. Well, how about I show you what a souped-up forklift like is that? And then the guy that's kind of running everything, the yeah. bets and stuff. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, hey. How about this? You get two days. Two days. You get two days to soup up your forklifts. Well, they they have two days until the boss comes back. So it's like day before the boss comes back. Final race. <laughs> no, we need the race to be the day that the boss comes back. Or does the boss come back? Early? They, I think they, he comes back early. Back early. That's how yeah. he gets surprised. Okay. Yeah. So let's say. Their work weeks, their work week ends on a Friday. Yeah, the boss is supposed to be back Friday. Yeah, mm-hmm. the big race is set for Thursday. Yeah, yeah. So let's say that the second race took place on Tuesday. Yeah, and so they're like, you have all of tomorrow. It's like they call out of work. Yeah, yeah. like they're not even like <laughs> yeah. they're at home. We get to see a montage of them at their <laughs> yeah. place, yep. just souping it yeah. up. Yeah, they come back to work Thursday. It's time for the big race. Place is packed. Yeah. They start the race. We have all these obstacles, yada, yada, yada. The boss walks in right in the middle of the race. Well, I think I think they, uh, if the race is more elaborate this time around, yeah. I think he walks in just as it's finishing because that's when they would return to the warehouse. And so... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, so they start in the warehouse, they go around the warehouse, but then... And again, the audience isn't expecting this because we've only done stuff inside the warehouse. But then all of a sudden, they go out. They're going down the sidewalk. Yeah. They turn and turns around around these streets. They go on the road with actual cars for a little. <laughs> yeah. You get that interstate shot. They're off-roading up the fortress. <laughs> okay. And then something. they're starting to go back to the neighborhood. And then the boss comes in right as they're crossing the finish line. Everyone cheers. And then everybody stops. What if, they see him. what if we cut to, in the middle of the race... It's like they we see the forklifts go outside and we cut to the boss sitting in his car in traffic on the highway. And the forklifts. And he's on the phone and he's like, yeah, my vacation. I decided to come back a little bit more, mm-hmm. a little bit early. And as he's saying that, he looks over and you just see two forklifts yeah, yeah. go right by his car. And he's just like, Brenda? <laughs> I think it's funnier if he doesn't notice. It's just a gag that he's yeah, talking yeah. on the phone and in the background. Oh, two yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it keeps happening to him. We're cutting back and forth from him coming back. And it looks like the tension's building. Yeah, yeah. Like, will they be able to finish yeah. by the time he gets back? They finish yeah. just as he pulls into the parking lot. Uh-huh. And we're like, whoo, they made it. But then he walks in and sees this giant course. Okay, okay. I love raising the stakes of not only are they racing each other, but we know they have to race the boss. Yeah. And yeah. when he's on the phone, it's not just he's talking. He is angry because... He's been getting calls. Hawaii got hit by a hurricane. He's like, man, my vacation is ruined. I had to come back early. I guess now I'll go to the office and see what these dumb people are up to. They better finish that deadline. Yeah. I swear, if they aren't working right now, I'm going to be so <laughs> angry. 
What if he's like, he's like, I've been getting phone calls all week. It spoiled my vacation. No one's been getting their shipments that they have been trying to get. No, no one at the warehouse is picking up the phone. When I get there, they're gonna get it. <laughs> and so you're cutting from the intense race between the two people with the boss driving back. Yeah, yeah. What were you okay, about to say? random, random side thought to put out there. Okay. What if they don't hear the conversation, but as they're racing, they see his car, and uh, it instead of the ending being like um, they're getting back, and the boss mm-hmm. comes and like catches everything and fires mm-hmm. them, it all of a sudden also in juxtaposition they call the warehouse people like Bernadette's <laughs> here a day early. You guys need to clean up. So as they're they're still trying to finish the yeah. race to see who wins. But then it becomes the warehouse people all trying to clean up and make everything look oh, normal. Yeah. And then oh. they actually get back just at the same time and they, they keep it a secret from the boss. Okay. Oh, I like this because it uh, it bands together all the other mm, side yeah. characters we've been establishing. Yeah. And even if we establish that this is not a fun place to work at at the beginning, and then it ends with everybody is all banded together on this common thing, and they're all like hiding, and they're doing mm. all the work that would have taken them a week, in, exactly like, an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's and then fun. like they they don't get caught. The boss comes in, and everything yeah. looks normal. And then like the last button is that like, like one of the like uh, souped up things like explodes or something. The the forklift. Oh, that <laughs> just, would be just like they they got away, and it's great. And then all of a sudden. Something alerts it, and then that's where it ends. I, I almost think if it was, instead of it exploding, I think just the fact that the two forklift operators' forklift is souped up. Yeah. <laughs> People are like, whoa, you two are fired. So that way everyone doesn't get fired, just the two forklift <laughs> operators. Well, what if it's a thing where now that the entire warehouse is in on it, and they're all having fun too, the boss comes back, everything's gone, it's like, wow. I didn't think y'all do it, but it's everything's delivered. Everything looks clean. It's all spick and span. This is great. Yeah. He mm-hmm. walks past and he just raises an eyebrow at the two forklifts, like, "Huh? Okay." He yeah, walks, he walks <laughs> off. But then we got new equipment, and so yeah, because he's he's tired from his vacation, yeah. so he's just like, "What the fuck?" Whatever. Oh, no. But then mm. he walks away. When he's gone, the entire warehouse cheers, and then we can still kind of have our ending before. Which is we cut from there, but now the entire warehouse has all quit willingly, and they have all gone in together <laughs> on this, on this forklift, forklift league. That's fun, and you see clips mm-hmm. of that like over the credits or something. I like it, but we get. Mm-hmm. I like what we have now because, like, thematically, where all the characters start off, they're working a boring job that they hate, yeah, and they end. They've all bonded, and they're going to go all chase this dream together. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Because now it's like, now we're family. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> and then the the sequel's Fast and the Furious, but with forklifts. Yeah. <laughs> I think we family. need a Dom Toretto lookalike. Yeah. Or maybe two. Like, maybe, I'm thinking of that video where it's just the, the 15 guys all going, family, <laughs> family, family, family. <laughs> yeah, that's really fun. Hey, that's, that's, a, for, that's a yeah. forklift that's short film, man. Mm-hmm. I have, I have a question, Matthew. Yeah, what's up? To get back to the interview part of this podcast, mm-hmm. have you done a lot of writing? Uh, nothing that like finished work. I took a playwriting class in college, yeah. and then like occasionally I'll have ideas and I'll like write out out outlines for like either short films or like plays and stuff like that. But nothing I've ever liked. Hey, you want to look at this thing that I yeah, wrote? Yeah, yeah. So this this is a new thing if for you, me. If you were to write, would it be predominantly play? playwriting i feel like just because i have more experience in there probably mm. more of my ideas come from that wheelhouse but like i occasionally have ideas for like short films and stuff like that so i have an idea for a play i've told robert about this i want to do an invisible man play okay or even a musical yeah hey who am i to put myself in a box yeah. uh because i just think it would be super interesting to how you could do the invisible man effects live in front of an audience you know mm-hmm. That'd be pretty cool. You have puppet Te- pu- puppeteers. Yeah. Technology is wild. They can do a lot of things in theater spaces yeah. now. There was like I forgot what theater it was, but they did a, a production of Tempest Shakespeare. Yeah, and uh, there's this character named Ariel. He's like a spirit. Yeah, yeah. The and mermaid. they had like mo capped the actor during the production, and I think they performed on the space. But then it was like, I'm thinking like at least three story tall, like um, oh. at the front of the theater, and they had use a projection 
with the mocap to like now have like a fairy tale esque creature Whoa. that like okay. looks like a giant mythological like fairy that was there. Dude, technology's wild. Yeah. We could rent a theater and put on a play. I've thought about it. I uh, sell tickets, dude. We, yeah, we can get him to help. Yeah, I, I'm your other agent. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's my other agent, dude. <laughs> I wrote my first. It wasn't quite a feature. It was like 50 minutes. But I wrote my first sizable script in a playwriting class, and nice. a student almost did it for their senior project. Oh wow! They wanted to do it, and then they ended up doing some more traditional. But They're like, eh. I almost got a written play made. Wow. That'd be mm, cool. Yeah. I, I have a few things I've never done that I've always wanted to. I've never won an award. We almost won <laughs> well, one, but we didn't. We will make sure that changes for you. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My agents. My yeah, agents. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. Uh, I've never won an award. I've never uh, written anything that was like uh, published or performed or done, if that makes sense. Other than like our shorts. Like I mean like like written uh, like an article. Or or uh, something like uh, that, or, yeah. or a play, okay. or something like that. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to do that. I don't. And there, I, I, I feel like I took this it. in a weird direction. No, no, I, no, no. That that look was like, hey, what's happening? You? Like yeah, you, you exactly. like if you want to, go for it. Dude, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> what what stopped me? Oh, oh, oh. My agents aren't working hard enough. <laughs> you two have really been dropping the ball. Well. I mean, we'll, we'll meet about this. One, of, one yeah. of my agents was literally the casting director for several productions. Didn't even call me. My other agent... Like, as your literary agent, <laughs> I can't shop anything that isn't written. Look, look. I don't think you know we're, how we're, this works. I have to do everything. I pass around scripts that are written. I gotta do everything. <laughs> Robert, we'll talk about this later. Okay, yeah, we okay, got this. Yeah. Yo, I don't know what his problem is. <laughs> I think both of my agents just dropped me. <laughs> Chase got signed and dropped all of the podcast. <laughs> hey, Hollywood, baby. Mm. Cutthroat business. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, the last thing we got to do is we got to come up with a good title. Yeah. Ooh. Forklift certification. It's a race. It's a warehouse. You got any ideas, Matthew? Forklift certified. Well, look at the original suggestion. Too. Um. What I mean, what are some different type of like racing, as, either genre tropes or like of, racing yeah. movies? Uh, hot rod. Uh, not well, hot fork. <laughs> my brain went hot that's fork. That's not racing. Pimp my forklift. Pimp my forklift. Street Outlaws is the name of a TV show that my dad watches a lot with a uh, drag race. Mm-hmm. So what if we did uh, Warehouse Laws? Warehouse Laws. I usually part in my head. <laughs> wait, we could, we could play off of what you were saying earlier, like family. Family. Just family. forklift family or, or um, lift family. Or there's there's all sorts of stuff around. I know there's yeah. a good pun somewhere Fork with lifting. Lift. And I know the lift. best one's gonna hit us once we stop recording. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're gonna go get the other couple of uh pumpkin French toasts mm. and then while we eat that and be like, Oh yeah, this. Hey, this Fork is like, drift. This is a great moment that like if you ever come up with stuff like this, uh there's a Discord that these two have written by. And just like have <laughs> discussions about stuff like this. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I need to post in the Discord. <laughs> I'd be in there. Yeah, I'd be in there, dude. Yeah, but Matthew be in there. I'd be in there sometimes. Fork drift certified. There oh, we go. Dude. There I, we go. Yeah, there you go. Oh, done. That's it. All right. The poster is is Brenda drifting on her forklift. <laughs> and it's like tilted a little bit. Yeah. There's yeah. smoke. And then Fork Dante drift is just tiny in the background. Like, <sighs> yes. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Mm. Is there anything else we want to do before we wrap this up? Is it, hey, I don't, tell everybody where they can find you online. Oops, I have private social media. I'm scared of people. Oh. Uh, but Are you hey. sure you want to be famous? <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I mean, I guess I'll plug other things that I work on. Uh, I mean, yeah. if you're in the upstate of South Carolina, just support, uh, you know, arts, whether it's film, whether it's podcasts like these guys, whether it's theater stuff theater. like I do. Yeah. So uh, well, you have a play coming up. I do. Uh, I'm going to be... I, I just got added to the ensemble of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory at Greenville Theater. So I'll be dancing, singing, yeah. Oompa oh, nice. Loompa ing. So, uh, yeah, if you're if you in Greenville or local, go go see Matthew. We'll try to come. Yeah. Is yeah. it expensive? Uh <laughs> Oh, never mind. We ain't coming. <laughs> yeah, I I mean it uh expensive is uh what you mean we'll they provide. Bucks. 
Uh, I think it's 40 at that theater. We can do that. We got yeah. it. Yeah. 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 I, I looked at him like he was my wife. Like, we can afford yeah, that, yeah. right? Well, he's our agent. He's <laughs> the budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, got it. We, we have a written by budget. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll use it to see Willy Wonka. Put on the expense. <laughs> Um, oh, uh, and then other than that uh, I also do an audio drama podcast yeah pitch that yeah, I forgot about that yeah. it's called Warlock so if you like anime or if you like Dungeons and Dragons it, it's a it's a scripted show that is in a D&D esque world but has much of like an anime storytelling inspiredness uh, yeah it's called Warlock I've, nice we'll I do a bunch it. of random we'll characters it. yes I don't know why I did that. Are you, are you just a voice actor for that, or are you like a yeah. part of the? Uh, I I'm like a supporting voice actor, so I have That's like awesome. three or four characters that I've done throughout the two seasons. There you go, son. Had. There you so, go, son. Yeah. Well, awesome. So All I right. guess you should take us out, Chase. All right, cool. And this has been Fork Drift Certified, written by Matthew Quattlebaum, Robert Therrell, and Chase Bridges. What a great episode, yeah. Matthew. Boom. <laughs> Way to go, dude. Let's go. That was fun. <laughs>